RetroSeasons.com for more sports history. The New York Yankees faced the Boston Red Sox for a Sunday afternoon game at Fenway Park on Sunday, July 4th, 1965. The Red Sox were an average team, never accomplishing any recent postseason play and not finishing over 500 in nearly a decade. New York was coming off five consecutive World Series appearances, including a loss of the Cardinals in 1964 but the team was struggling under new manager Johnny Keane, who took over for the Yanks after the firing of Yogi Berra. This audio recording is from the New York radio broadcast featuring announcers Phil Rizzuto and Joe Gargiola. Bobby Richardson stepping in. Bill Mondochet has a record of 6-9. And, and he'll be opposed by Jim Bouton, whose record is 4-7. and seven. Mambo Kett, the leading Red Sox pitcher the last five years. He's into the windup. The right-hander delivers to Richardson. The first pitch is hit high in the air. This could be a repeat of yesterday, and it's off the wall, way up there. Bobby has to stop with a long single. Lee Thomas made a fine recovery, and we almost had a repeat of a situation that developed yesterday when Jim Longberg threw that pitch to Richardson to start the ball game, and he parked it into the screen for a home run. This one, though, becomes a long single. Well, I'll tell you, that had the fans buzzing here at Fenway Park. Mambo Kett, first pitch of the ball game, off the wall for a single. Now here's Tony Kubek. Kubek takes the ball. Richardson batting at 275. Boy, he's had a hot bat. One home run, 24 RBIs. He's at first base. Here's Tony Kubek hitting at 204 with two homers and 21 RBIs. The right-hander against the left-hander. Mom Luquette, the right-hand pitcher. Kubek batting left-handed, as he does always. Hits the first pitch challenge in the center field for a base hit. And Tia has it, and Richardson has got the hold of second. That ball was hit so hard to make it impossible for Bobby to move to third. Three pitches in the ball game. The Yankees have runners at first and second. Nobody out, and the batter will be Tommy Tretch. Well, Red, you had quite a three-game show with Mel Parnell and Pete Reynolds, who played here in Fenway Park, about that left field wall, and Bobby Richardson tattooed it the first time around. Did they have any significant remarks? Yes, Jerry, I think you've heard them all. One, the pitches in this ball. I've got to keep the pitches down because Mon Bouquet got one up high on them. That he did, and Bobby got it up high. Okay, here's Tommy Tresh batting at 282, 12 home runs, 36 RBIs, leads the Yankees in just about every offensive department. The pitch to Tresh is an attempted bump that's fouled back on a screen strike one. Tom was not really bunning to sacrifice the runners along. He was trying to beat out a hit. Now, Cressetti has something to flash to Tresh. Strike one, the count to Tommy. Elson Howard in the on-deck circle. Ball game just getting underway. First two Yankees, Richardson and Kubek, on with singles. Mambo catch sets. Here's the pitch to Tresh. This one is foul back on the screen, strike two. Tresh has a five-game hitting streak on the line. Kubek. Came into the ball game with a six-game streak. Now he's run out to seven. Boyer leads the Yankees in that department with ten. Those three Yankees are moving along with hot bats. In fact, 
the Yankees generally here in this series have picked up the hitting tremendously. 16 runs the first night, six yesterday. Strike the switch hitter batting left-handed. The runners lead off. The pitch to Tommy is hit high in the air and a fairly shallow center coming on his man Pia and on the run he catches him on a nice play. On the dead run, about D high, Mantia takes one away from Tommy Fresh. That ball for a moment looked like it might drop. Well, there's one away, and now coming on Ellie Howard. to have a lifetime edge on the Yankee ball club. Elston Howard batting at 215, three home runs, 17 RBIs. He's had two in the last two days. Home runs, that is. Ellie takes high and outside. It's ball one. For one away, Bobby Richardson at second, Tony Kubek at first. Defensively for the Red Sox, Tillman is catching. Tony Horton at first, Chuck Schilling at second, Ed Bursu at short, Dalton Jones at third in the outfield, Lee Thomas in left, Mantia in center, and Canigliaro in right. Uh, Mambo catch sets. Here's the next one to Howard. In there. Strike call. One and one. Red Sox having a difficult time with their outfield. Yastrzemski out of the starting lineup, their best hitter, and the regular left fielder, and Lenny Green, Injured, Gary Geiger, with broken bones in his hands, also out. So they've been crippled in the outfield as of right now. Here's the next pitch to Howard, foul back on the screen. One ball, two strikes. Right now, Billy Herman, the manager of the Red Sox, has had to play his regular first baseman, Lee Thomas, in left, and his regular second baseman, Mantia, in center. One ball, two strikes, Ellie Howard. Richardson and Kubek moving off the bases. Here's a pitch by Mambo Kett. There's a high drive to center field, not deep. Mantia with the glasses down, gets under it easily and takes it. Bobby tags up just to draw the throw and then goes back to second base. Well, two down as the runners hold at first and second. And now here's Joe Pepitone. Pepitone hitting a 267, eight home runs and 34 RBI. takes a fastball outside and it's ball one. Don't forget, Saturday, July the 31st, old-timers day at the stadium. And the opposition, the Cleveland Indians. Hottest ball club in either league right now. They've won 18 of 22. Joe Cronin, who was the Sporting News Player of the Year in 1930. Bobby Doerr, the Sporting News Player of the Year in 44. 
And Jimmy Fox, the MVP in 32, 33, and 38. Well, he's got a few statistics besides that. Batting camp in 33 and 38. Mambo catch to Pepitar on a drive down the right field line. Base hit, it's in there. Here comes Richardson. Kubek coming around third, but is being held up by Frank Cassetti. And going into second base is Pepitar. Well, the Yankees have a one to nothing lead. Pepitone, a double down the right field line. And that's RBI number 35 for Joe. One behind the team leader, Tommy Tresh. Third hit off Mambo Kett. Yankees one, Red Sox nothing, top of the first. Dexter Lopez, sixth batter in the Yankees. Lineup coming on, batting at 234 with four homers and 17 RBIs. Now Mambo Kett wants another baseball. So the switch is made. Capitone at second base, Kubek at third. Shootout. Top of the first. Yanks one, Red Sox nothing. Bill Mambo Kett into his windup now. The pitch to Hector is a strike called on the outside corner. Yankees will be heading for Detroit right after the ball game. Got a doubleheader there tomorrow. They'll be there four days. They've got five ball games in four days, and then on to Minnesota for a weekend set, and then the All-Star break. So ten big ball games facing the Yankees between now and the All-Star break. Here's the one-strike pitch to Hector. Fouled off, and the count is no balls, two strikes. That ball just shot back there. They have the stands fairly low here and close to the playing field so that foul balls, when they go in there, they go in in a hurry. And I do not advise spectators sitting in the lower areas to take their eye off the ball. Beautiful day, July the 4th, 1965. The next one to Hector Lopez on the ground, in the hole, base hit. Here comes Pepitone, he'll score. And the Yankees are ahead, 3-0. Hector Lopez, a two-RBI single, puts the Yankees out front, 3-0. Fourth hit off Bill Mongo Kett. The batter now, Roger Repose, hitting a 273. He's 3 for 11. Two home runs and six RBIs. And the Red Sox bullpen is in action right now with Mambo Kett running into trouble here on the top of the first. Jay Ritchie, right-hander. He's made the last two ball games. Well, Mambo Kett in big trouble here on the first inning. Roger Repose. He was 0 for 4 yesterday. Here's the pitch to Roger. Check swing fly into the stands out of play. Strike one. Roger literally carried the Yankees in that ball game here on Friday night when he drove in four runs. Sparked the first rally and a three-run homer wound it up 
Yankees way out in front at eight to nothing, and then they went on to get eight more. All right, Hector moving off first. Here's the next pitch to Repose. It's in there for a strike. No ball, two strikes. Repose just recently called up from Toledo, where he was batting an even 300 at the time of his recall. Three inches, 195 pounds. Hails from the state of Washington. Where's the number 43 on his uniform? Straight up stands. The pitch by Mondo Ketch. Backs him off the plate. Ball one, strike two. Boyer in the on-deck circle. They do not play repose to pull right now. Mantia in center. Just a shade to the right of second base. Dalton Jones at third. Has moved in, even with the bag, and gives proposed about 15 feet of the line. Okay, Mambo Kett again. Gets the sign from Tillman. Set, delivers, and Repose swings and misses. Strike three. First strikeout for Mambo Kett. And for the Yankees in the first inning, three runs on four hits, one man left. Score after a half inning of play. The Yanks three. Red Sox coming to bat. Okay, we move into the bottom of the first inning. Jim Bouton on the mound for the Yankees. Yankees lead three to nothing. So Bouton has been presented with a nice cushion. And the only thing we've got going right now in either the American or the National, Detroit failed to score in the top of the first inning playing the Senators, and Cincinnati failed to score in the top of the first playing the Phillies. Phillies had a little uh, extracurricular activity over there the other day. Here's the first batter facing Bout is Chuck Schilling. Schilling, second baseman, batting at 292. Three home runs and seven RBIs. Fouls the next pitch off. No balls, two strikes. Yesterday in Philadelphia, Frank Thomas and Richie Allen National League leading hitter ended up in a brawl before the game started. So those things happen in the heat of battle sometimes. All right, Bowden into the lineup. The pitch to Schilling is a curve that's low and it's ball one. Now the wind seems to have shifted a little bit toward that left field wall out there. Blowing in as the game started. Bowden again, the one-two pitch. There's a drive to right field, high in the air. Hector Lopez moving toward the line. Got to go. One hand it. The wind stopped that ball. And Hector almost let it get away, but finally caught up to it. That ball was slicing and was being held up by the wind. So there's one out. That'll bring up Dalton Jones. Yeah, the Red Sox have got some pretty young ball players in the lineup today. Dalton Jones is 21. He's playing third. Tony Horton is 20. He's at first. And Canigliero, the right fielder, is only 20. There's the first pitch by Bouton to the left-handed hitting Dalton Jones. It's low at ball one. Jones batting at 292. There's a drive to right field. Hard hit. Lopez backs up this time and takes it. Two down. Tony Horton now, 20-year-old, right-hand hitter, power hitter. Boy, he's a big guy. He's got the chubby cheek. Well, 
Rod Silvery on, bound ready, delivers the curve that's in there to Tony Horton, strike one. Bowden is really moving right along. Not taking any time. Gets the sign from Howard. Here's the next one. The big changeup outside. One and one. The one strike pitch to Hart. Uh oh, that line drive. That curving foul. Way over that left field fence. And he hit it. Bowden ready. One ball, two strikes to Tony Horton. Two out, nobody on. The pitch, the changeup is low. Two and two to the count. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, nobody on. Bottom of the first. Yankees three, Red Sox nothing. Horton batting at 271. Got one home run and six RBIs. There's a drive to left. That ball should make the wall. It does. Well up there. Fresh grabs it and Horton held to a single. So, Tony Horton tattoos the left field wall for a base hit. First hit off bounce. And now here's Felix Mantia. Mantia, the American League starting second baseman in the All-Star game, batting at 324. 12 home runs. He leads the American League in RBIs with 58. delivers and it's outside ball one Bowden again set check short the pitch to Mantia ball two two and over the count Thomas, a loud foul way down the right field line. 
strike two. Starting lineup for the National League. Game to be played in Minnesota on July the 13th. Corey's the catcher from the Braves. Banks of the Cubs is at first. Rose of Cincinnati at second. Wills of the Dodgers at short. Allen of the Phillies at third. In the outfield, Aaron, Mays, and Stargill. Aaron of the Braves, Mays of the Giants, Stargill of the Pirates. All right, Bouton. Two-strike pitch. Back Thomas off the plate. One ball, two strikes. Lee Thomas and Lou Clinton were exchanged even up between the Angels and the Red Sox in the middle of last year. And Thomas has been a real beauty for the Red Sox ever since. Done a whale of a job. Bout and ready. The pitch, the big changeup is slapped into left center. Long run for repose and stretch and nobody can get it. just a looping fly ball in the gap in left center. Repose on the run and stretch on the run. Both went for it. Both stretched for it. Neither got to it and the ball bounced between the both of them toward the wall. And that allowed Mantia to come all the way from first to score. So it's the Yankees three, the Red Sox two, and here's Canigliaro who takes the strike. Tony C batting at 260, 15 homers. 36 RBIs, and that is RBI number 39 and 40 for Lee Thomas. A slow hopper down the third base side foul. No balls, two strikes, two outs. Oh, we got one going. Did uh, Ronald have anything to say as far as the hitting was concerned about that wall rest? might help a batter up here. Well, Jerry, um, he had a great deal to say, and so did Parnell. In fact, uh, Armed Forces Radio uh, very often takes the soundtrack from our pre- and post-game shows, and I'm sure they'll take this because there was so much good talk about that wall. We'll try and get some of it in later. Okay. Two strikes to count to Tony C. Thomas at second base. The fastball inside as Canigliaro bounces out of the way. It's one and two. years, that's been the big story here in Fenway Park. The big green monster in left field. And a big article in Sports Illustrated on it a few weeks ago. Pitch to Tony C is blowing in the dirt. Two and two to count. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Yanks three, Red Sox two. Again, ready. Set, delivers, foul behind the plate. Count remains at two and two. Hal Rennes is throwing in the Yankee bullpen. Yankees came up with three runs in the first on off Bill Mamboquet. Now the Red Sox countered with two off Jim Bowden.
now getting the tie from Elson Howard. Thomas moving off second. The pitch to Canigliera. in the bottom of the first two runs two hits one left and the score after one full inning of play Yankees three Red Sox two think about it, 
see if they can come out with it, and we'll ask it in the second inning. How many places in the United States is our flag going 24 hours a day? And how many by custom, and how many by sanction? Bobby Richardson coming on. The pitch to Bobby is in there for a strike. And Bill Marbocet jumped a foot when he let that ball go because it was right down the pipe. Well, I know one. Well, our engineer, Joe Cooper, ought to know one. He's setting a naval boat off of it long enough. All right, Richardson with a one-strike count. Boyer at second, one away. Mambo catch, curveball is outside. One and one. One ball, one strike. One away. Boyer at second base. Yanks three, Red Sox two. Yankees have five hits, the Sox two. Now Mambo Kett says something to Chuck Schilling. Schilling at second base moved in. Now he's going back to his regular defensive position. Sometimes a pitcher will place an infielder, depending on where he wants to uh, pitch him. Fastball's outside and low. Two balls and a strike. Two and one to count. Top of the second inning, and now Mambo, Ken, and Schilling are discussing something. Looks like Chuck now takes two steps to his right. Mambo, Ken, has been pitching Richardson outside. First, this could be a decoy now. All right, the two-one pitch to Bobby a curve. It's outside again, three and one. Three balls, one strike. But Mambo Kett wanted to do a chilling with Richardson, a straightaway hitter. He wanted to get him over in the hole between first and second. Bobby slapped the ball out there as Boyer did to get on. So chilling now is where Mambo Kett would like him to be, and now Mambo Kett is a happier pitcher. All right, the 3-1 pitch on the way to Bobby. A ground ball to Dalton Jones at third. Nice play on a tough hop to flip the first. There goes Boyer to third, and it's a double play. Allen went from five to three to six. Five, three, six. And the Yankees are out of there here in the top of the second. No runs on one hit, nobody left. And the score after one and a half, Yanks three, Red Sox two. Okay, we move into the bottom of the second inning. Ed Pursue, the shortstop, is coming on. And to that question posed to us by Mr. Red Barber, we're going to let him give the answer to you at the end of this inning. Well, I did a little research, Jerry, when we were in Baltimore. And uh, that might uh, give a little hint. <laughs> I see you're in the right place. All right, here's Ed Pursue, the shortstop. Yanks three, Red Sox two. Take the ball low. Ball one. Mountain for the Yankees. Mon Boquette for the Sox. Pursue batting at 224. Five homers, 14 RBIs. Mountain again to Pursue. Outside this time, 2-0. Jerry, I think we ought to explain um, that our radio man from the Navy and for our uh, broadcast. Joe Cooper wants to know about does this uh, pertain to uh, naval ships at sea? We say no. 
There's a drive in the left field base in. A sharp line drive between Boyer and Kubek. And Bersu is on with a single here to lead off the second inning for the Sox. Sadly, Ed Bersu, who has his master's degree, plans on becoming a coach in California on his retirement. He said his retirement will depend entirely on how quickly Rico Petrocelli comes along. And that's the way of this game. Youth moves the old timers aside. Bob Tillman fouls one off Elson Howard's leg, and it's strike one. Yankees three, Red Sox two, bottom of the second inning. Bob Tillman, 28-year-old catcher, batting at 217, five home runs and 21 RBIs. For two, moving off first, the pitch to Tillman is a curve down and low, ball one, one and two the count. Red Sox have been reeling and stumbling. They have really had some tough times of it. Their ace reliever, Dick Raddatz, having an offseason. A lot of key injuries to key personnel. Pitch is a slow grounder. Pepitone has it. Over to Kubek for the fourth to second base. No chance to go back to first to get Tillman. And there's one away as pursue is fourth to second by Bob Tillman. Play goes from three to six. It's actually a very close play at second base. Oh, it's hit right on the end of the bat. Towards the second base from Bobby Richardson. Pepitone cuts the front. Has time to get to it and flips to Kubek. So they're one out. Here's Bill Monboquet. Monboquet batting at .094. Three for 32. Right-hand batter. Right-hand pitcher facing the right-handed plants of Jim Bowden. Boyer moving way in looking for a possible button. There it is. It's fouled back on the screen. Billy Herman wants his pitcher to move the man along. And he's going to leave it up to Chuck Schilling to drive men in the event that he can move the man to second base on the sacrifice. Yank three, Red Sox two. Bottom of the second. Here's Boyer way in. Mabuket hits a high bunt. One hop in front of the mound. Boyer has it over to Richardson. Nobody was covering third, and Kubek had to leave second base to move over there. So it's a good sacrifice for Bill Mamboquet. Play went from five to four. Two outs. Tillman at second base, and the batter now Chuck Schilling, who flied to right in the first. catcher moving off second. The pitch to Schilling at second base is low and outside ball one. Chuck Schilling. Now the Red Sox. Five years. Hails from the New York area and Long Island. Bouting again to Schilling. A fastball in there this time. One and one. One ball, one strike. And a lot of white pillowy clouds floating across the landscape here. Now Bowden sets again. The next one is Schilling. A ground ball. Kubek to his left. Stops it behind the bag. Throw to first. Not in time. Here comes Schilling. And he is out of the play. Never saw the house. Last play went from six to three to two. 
just on to Howard. And for the Red Sox, they're in the bottom of the second. No runs. Two hits. One man left. The score after two full innings of play. Yankees three and the Red Sox two. Now, Mr. Barber, I'm going to turn the microphone over to you. And I think we're all going to be educated just a little bit. Well, I don't know, but I got curious, Jerry, when we were at Baltimore on this uh, beginning of this trip, and I figured that the one place to find out where our flag flies 24 hours a day uh, was to go out to Fort McHenry. The first time I had gotten the idea about our flag flying someplace 24 hours a day was when I stood at daybreak on the top of Mount Sotobachi when I was uh, out at uh, Iwo Jima on a USO tour. Commanding officer told me that the flag there flew 24 hours a day, and he told me how often they had to replace it because the wind uh, would tear it into shreds. Well, Fort Mike Henry, of course, is the place where Francis Scott Key, during the bombardment, uh, wrote the words to the South Bangor Mountain, not the music, but the words. And so our flag, by sanction, flies there 24 hours a day, and also it flies in Baltimore at the Mary Pickles Guild's home, which is known as Flag House in Baltimore, which is the home. Uh, Mary Pickett Guild, who with some other ladies made that flag that Francis Scott Key wrote about. So there's two places in Baltimore. The third place that the flag flies by sanction is at the Iwo Jima War Memorial at Arlington National Cemetery. But uh, by a house rule, the flag flies 24 hours a day over Congress. It flies by, by custom at Iwo Jima, by custom over the Arizona at Pearl Harbor. I custom over a dormitory at Gettysburg College, Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. That dormitory was used as a hospital during the Civil War. I custom at the town square at Teos, New Mexico, where Kip Carson found the flagpole and nailed the flag up there so nobody could take it down, even if they lost the scrimmage. And at the War Memorial in Worcester, Massachusetts. Well, I've just been educated, Red. Well, I was educated, Jerry, and I think it's an education that we often think about more often just one day a year. Very so. Tony Kubek is the batter, and right now he has a two-ball, no-strike count as we move into the top of the third inning with the Yankees leading 3-2. to two. two balls, no strike. Top of the third. Next one to Kubek is line to right field base hit, and Tony is starting to wield that hot bat. He's been plagued with that bad left shoulder most of the season. And suddenly now it looks as though Tony has a healthy left shoulder because he's been popping the ball. That's his second hit of this ball game. He singled to center field to score to run in the first. Opens the third with a single to right. Now here's Tommy Crest who flies to center in the first inning. The sixth hit off Mon Boquette. Bill Mon Boquette, the right-hander set. The pitch to Crest is outside ball one. Two back with a false start at first base, trying to upset the catcher. Be amazed what that'll do to a catcher when he sees that runner take that one quick step. He just starts to bounce. He'll come up throwing sometimes. Uh, Mambo Kett again, right-handed set. Pitch to Tresh, long drive foul down the right field side over the roof. Well hit way out in front of the ball was Tommy Tresh. Mambo Kett seems to be using a lot of breaking stuff today. He's got a good fastball when he's right, but he's been throwing a lot of breaking stuff. Slow curveball. All right, Kubek moving off first. Throw over there. Has him back. Tony Horst, young first baseman. 
puts an extra tag on Kubek, just to be sure. Now it's that as Mamoset gets the ball. The next one to stretch is a curveball low. Two balls, one strike. Yankees three, Red Sox two, top of the third. That's a 2-1 pitch to Trash is hit softly into right field. Coming on is Canigliaro and gets under it and takes it and took it as though he might not get a hold of it. That ball almost landed on the ground before he got to it. Looks like he had it, then he had to take two quick steps to come up with the ball. Well, that gave the fans here a thrill. Now here's Elston Howard who flies to center field in the first inning. Ellie 0 for 1. It's the first pitch foul out of play, and it's strike one. They've been pitching Howard high and outside, which can be a dangerous thing in this park because he's strong enough to pull the ball. Breeze gently blowing in from center field, not too strong. Here's Mambo Ket. Set, pitch to Strike caught the outside corner. No ball, two strikes. One away. Kubek with the leadoff single at the first base. Mambo Ket again. Set the next pitch to Howard. Check swing foul back on the screen. That ball looked like it might have hit Howard in the knee. He kind of turned around and got his bat down there, and it just sliced off it back on the screen. So the count remains, but nothing ensued. Elston Howard. with a sign from Tillman. The right-hander sets. Here's the next one to Howard. Swings and misses on a fastball on the letter. Strike three. That's strikeout number two for Mamba. Yeah, yeah, good stuff on that one. And here is Joe Pepitone. Pepitone lofted the double into left center to score Richardson and Kubek. Mambo catch, sets, and then steps off the rubber. Watch a little more rotten. Two outs, Kubek at first base. Yanks three, Red Sox two. Mambo catch, delivers to Pepitone in there, and it's a strike. Bill Mambo catch, moving to that fastball. He's effective with it. Got a good curve, but not when he uses it too often. Sometimes the pitcher falls in love with a certain pitch. And he gets tattooed pretty good before he finds out that it's not the one that he ought to use most. There's a fastball that misses outside. It's one and one. One ball, one strike. Frank Pacetti coaching at third base. Vern Benson at first for the Yanks. Late umpire is John Rice at first. It's Bill Valentine, second base. Bill McKinley at third. It's Hank Thor. Mom 
will get again. The pitch to Pepito just misses outside. Two balls, one strike. Gets the sign. Here's the next one to Pepitone. This is outside again. It's three and one. So Mambo Kitt, fishing for that outside corner, missed it on three occasions. And it's a three-one count to Joe Pepitone. Tony Kubek at first base. Maybe on the move. Let's see how Johnny Keane plays it. Yankees lead three to two, top of the third. Kubek with the lead at first. And a throw over there as Mambo Kett has something of the same thing in mind. All right, two back again with the lead as Mambo Kett steps off the rubber. Now he's back on. There goes Tony to pitch to Pepitone. It's hit high in the air to straight center field. And Tia getting under it with a glassy down. And the side of the side. Base for the wall, makes the count. One, two, three for Boston House. 
a run to the TV inning, batting order, and the score at the end of three. The Yankees three and the best. The next part of this game will be brought to you by Valentine Beer. The best way to enjoy the next part of this game is with Valentine Beer. It's more bitter strength. Jerry, uh, he's here to fill in on the other game, but on the 4th of July, I've got a little story. I was talking to Bob Pitchell, the Chicago Public Relations for the Yankees, and I said, Bob, I want to get a couple of 4th of July things, Jerry. He said to me, well, I'll be sure that they're in contact with the ballgame. So I think he's just fit. You remember a coach around the lake, uh, Buster Mills? Sure did. That's for the Yankees right now. Uh-huh. Well, do you know what his fifth name is? Real name?
He takes Bo inside. Ball one. I don't know whether anybody told the pros this or not, Gary, but Monbo Scott is an extremely selfish man when he's got a baseball in his hand. He's a tough pitcher, and um, I think, too, it's tough for a youngster to break in with such a flurry. You know, you can ease into it, but suddenly with that big flurry, you kind of think, well, maybe I have to keep it up. Nobody can do it. Monroe catch him down, and the post swings at the high fly down the left field line. It's into the sand top. One ball, two strikes. We have one out here in the fourth. The Yankees are holding on to the fat end of a squeaker. Three to two. All scoring in the first inning. Monroe Kelly works rather good everything. PPA for the Boston Mound staff. Lifetime, he's beating the Yankees. Fifteen games and lost to the 12 times. Tillman is his catcher. Here's the pitch. Change up, it's hopped up. There is Captain Tillman, right at the plate. Now step back. There it is. Two out. And Boyum, base hit. Second inning into right field. Seven straight game. Hamilton. Pitch 
In for the strike, Jeremiah. Speaking about Hamilton, I wonder if people stop and realize that the middle men on the ball top, a fellow's more on the roster, actually can make a break to a team and it's run for the pennant. In for the strike. Now, if you're a star performer, a front line performer, if you're a regular, you're playing all the time. No problem with you because you're in there. Your only problem is with yourself. The proper use of your own talent. But if you say you're a Stephen Hamilton and you're in the bullpen, you can't start. You got to wait. You pitch if somebody else can. There's a ground ball and hit the second. Killing over the first, and that's it. One hit, one left. Score, middle of the four, single game. Yankees three, Red Sox two.
and Rennes is in for his 28th ball game, all out of the bullpen, and his record is one game one and three loss. So, among other things, this means, uh, according to Keen's thinking in the study of uh, availabilities, that it is Whitey Ford and Bill Stafford and or Hamilton, Steve Hamilton, in the doubleheader at Detroit tomorrow. The uh, pitching staff would be all right except for the two games, Manana. Nobody out, last in the fourth. Then it just come on. We're going to have some changes among our friends at the fourth estate. Several of the writers who will not go on with us, and we'll pick up some new ones uh, tomorrow. Now here is Brousseau, who's one for one. Six curves go outside. Dick Young of the News stays with us. Another copy of the time. We'll go home this evening. And Joe Durso will join us in Detroit. Pitch to Brazil. Curve, one on the next Leo Levine has just made a trip with us to the Tribune. And he goes uh, to New York. Hal Rosenthal will join us in Detroit tomorrow. Gary Mitchell stays with us for the Post. Came for Videnzi of the Journal, American. Joe King in the Telegram. Joe Kropinski of uh, Newsday, Jim Ogle of the New York Star Ledger. Foul back. And while I have this opportunity, uh, we all miss Bruce Henry. He's got everything set for us to go to report. He's a person that, unless you made a road trip with the Yankees, you couldn't appreciate. He is a very, very efficient and a very pleasant road secretary. And I've talked with um, some of the Yankees who've been around, and they say that he's the best one that they've ever known. Pitches outside. Two balls, two strikes. Pursue the hitter. Red Sox. Four. The Yankees came up with three at the bell. Three. Running for leaving. Delivers. Has the ball punched out in the right field. Right to Lopez. Right field awaiting and makes the cut. Catcher Tillman. The book on Bill Mandelcat, who is a hard man to beat at any time, is that you have more success if you're going to handle him if you do it early in the ballgame. Once you let him get settled, you get increasingly sticky. Tillman takes the inside, right of his hand, forward. One down, nobody off. Down ball, hit the third. It almost knocked Boyer down. He was rather close to first in time. It was a sharp high bounce that knocked Boyer to his knee. And if you wish an amplification of the term hot corner, he is the man I refer you to. Then we have two up. Boy, he just got Now here's the pitcher, Bill Mondelkat, right-hand batter. Which is too long. Ball one. Beautiful day up here in Boston. Low inside. One and one. I wouldn't be surprised. Take all the major towns. 
If you had to pick one for summer weather, this would be it. And the proximity of Cape Cod. Terrible outside ball three. I'd like to hear this uh, Craig Gowdy, who was the broadcaster up here. I remember you used to be a He talks to visiting broadcasters around how he goes down to a little place on Cape Cod all the time. Got a couple of miles watering. Put it all up in the strike. Three and one. I know when Frank Price was broadcasting up here, he hates the lead. Three one pitch. Inside. All four. One with Jeff Rowe. Two with two down. Last to the fourth. Red Sox is going ahead. Thomas Double and Camigliaro Homer. And let me say this, that Johnny Kane is not as precipitous about missing Martin as you might think just to say a double and a home run and he takes his man out when they pull a one-run ball game. If you had seen the double and the home run and how hard they were hit, you wondered how the baseball could stand it. And here's Chuck Schilling, who's one for two. Hit the drive out into center. The ball's coming in, coming in, coming in. Can't get there, but that's it. They hit. And one was set. The lead runner stops the second base. So showing loop one of the shot center. Now the Red Sox have seven hits. He's bad at seven. And here's Dalton Jones, left-hand hitting young third baseman. the time, adjust his glasses, Jones over two, it's a curve, low inside, ball one, Billy Gardner, third base coach, he's had some more traffic, spending the last three or four days, Greenwich delivers low. Two. Two and all. Two balls, no strike. Now, steady. Now, look at the runner's second. Has to go to a sequence, a sign. There's a line drive now. It almost cuts the third base coach's head off. That close to gardening, Doc. Working back of the play is John Wright. The umpires on the bases are Valentine, McKinley, and Thor. That feels a step back into left on Jones. Just about slightly. When it pitches, Dalton Chuck fouls it off. Two balls, two strikes. I guess that was a pretty good ball play fight down in Philadelphia before the game started last evening out in Plainview. Between Allen and Thomas. Dick Young has told us that uh, Thomas has been put on the waiver list. Whenever I hear about a ball player fight, I always remember 
Back in the mid-30s, Charlie Dresden was managing a Cincinnati tie-out, a bullpen captain. One on the action list, a bullpen catcher by the name of Gus Britton, and he was to be a fighting bullpen catcher of the public court. The only guy he ever hit was one of his own pitchers, Paul Derrick. There's strike three swing. That is all for Jones. Lenny gets out of the threat, but not before the Red Sox put two in the bank. Two runs, three hits, two left. Four and four. Boston, four. And New York, three. Bill Monbocat will be a lot harder to get along with now as we go into the fifth inning. He's got a one-run lead. He was in the first inning behind three. Then he was behind one, and now he's plus one. It'll be Richardson, Kubak, and Fresh. All of them hitting. Start off the fifth inning. If you want to know, as far as the hard-bitten professional baseball people are concerned, about Batting. They don't care anything about percentages. The pitchers, the managers, the opposing players, they want to know who's hitting right now. Who hit yesterday? Who's hitting today? And they will leave the percentages to the radio broadcasters who detail them endlessly, etc., etc., etc. And here's Bobby, who is one for two. He's hitting right now. Get a double triple home run yesterday. Ground ball to third, a hot one, but it's handled by Jones and over to first. Two hot, and we have one out on one set. One down. Now we have Tony Kubak. In fact, Richardson, speaking of hot hitters, has hit in 17 of the last 18 games. So I guarantee you they talk about him in the clubhouse and in the dugout. And Kubak has come back to work, and he's hit safety in seven straight games, and he's two for two today. So they know that his number is 10. They might not remember that Rizzuto used to weigh a 10, but they know who's wearing it today. Pitch is in there for a strike. No ball, one strike, one out. The Red Sox. Grousing a little bit about the schedule. Pitch swung on as a ground ball to second. Killing over to first, and two back out by a wide margin. The Red Sox have got to play a morning game tomorrow, Minnesota, and then a night game. And if you think ball players like to get up and play a morning game, you just haven't met any ball players. Not even one. Well, I don't know. Maybe Suzette wouldn't mind. But you don't want to. Here is Fresh. It's a basic last five. He carried the ball cup this year. He's batting a line. Foul. That's knocked Fran Benson down. First base, Fresh, a hitter, and a good one, batting left-handed. Now the Boston Billy Boy, Bill Monbucat, delivers and it's high inside. Fresh has to lean back. As has been pointed out, but just in case you got in with us, Lots of you do. Put on your car radio. Coming in out of the water on the beach. Coming in out of the backyard. One look at it, beating the anchor 15 times. Pitch outside. Pitch. 
Two and one. Two balls, one strike. Two out. Mondekep was troubled in the first inning. Ridden on, throw it, sent. Get two out. Here in the set. Right-hander delivers. Press pick. High outside, ball three. Turn right. Joe Dresser's column in the New York Times this morning on our Pedro Raymond and his Cuban palm ball. I think you'll find it very enjoyable. And it's the fact that this umpire made him change his uniform in one inning. There's a ball hit foul. Got his three and two. Strength hanging in. Mondo Jet trying for a one, two, three inning. First time today. Pitch it works. And there's a high, high pop up into short left center. The short cut. The two is out. He's under. He has it. And Mondo Jet gets the one, two, three. Four then. The single game in the middle of the fifth. It's now an official ball game for the home club four and the visitors three. And before Joe Gagiola takes the killer, we'll pause the station identification. Your attention, please. You are tuned to Yankee Baseball over WOKO Radio, Albany, New York. Okay, Thank Joe, you. he's got to get her up there. Tony Horton is the hitter. And Hal Renner delivers the pitch to Horton. It's low, ball one. One ball, no strike. Washington four destroyed nothing at the end of four. Lock, a two-run homer, Wickersham against Nam. Two to nothing, Baltimore leading Cleveland, bottom of the fourth, Pappas against Terry. Here's the one-no pitch now. It's low and it's 2 no. Chicago, Los Angeles, Minnesota, Kansas City, not getting underway. St. Louis in the Mets, nothing, nothing at the end of one. Turkey against Cisco. Cincinnati, two in the Phillies, nothing. Bottom of the fourth, Nutsall against Polinsky. Pittsburgh, one. Milwaukee, nothing at the end of one. Fisher against Law, Bailey a home run. Giants did not score top of the first. Herbal against Buell. Los Angeles at Houston, not yet underway. And now Renner took enough time for us to run down the scores, and now he's ready with the 2-0 pitch to Tony Horton. Swung on and fouled off, out of play. And it's two balls and a strike. Red Sox lead, four to three, bottom half of the fifth inning. Nobody on, nobody out. One ball, two balls, one strike to count on Tony Horton. Horton single left and scored in the first inning, flying to right in the third. Now running, delivers, low ball three. Three balls, one strike. Horton takes a look at Billy Gardner was coaching at third base. And with the kind of power this fella has, you can bet he's got the green light and he can swing if he likes it. Here's a 3-1 pitch. He swings and it's a hot shot. Tony Kubat, one hand, over to first in time. Nice play. Kubat roamed about five quick steps to his left, made a one-handed pickup, and fired across the Pepitone in time to get Horton. 
So there's one out, and it brings up Felix Mantilla, who walked and scored in the first inning and flies the left in the third. Lennon to Mantilla, tap, foul. Nelson Howard comes up with it. Red was talking about Ramos and the Cuban pound ball. I asked him what Ed Hurley said to him in Baltimore the other day when Ed Hurley walked out to him on the mound. And Ramos said that Hurley asked him to wipe off the ball. Here's the one-strike pitch to Mantia foul back. He said, wipe it off when you go to your, your mouth. And Ramos says, I looked at him and I said, but Hurley, I'm the cleanest pitcher in the league. I always wet my fingers before I throw the dirty ball. For some reason, Hurley didn't appreciate that kind of humor. Good story, on Ramos. Renner take a little bit of time. Here's the two-strike pitch to Mantia. Nine-arm curveball, way outside, ball one. Felix Mantia. The fellow has bounced around, but a real tribute to him that come back to where he is the starting second base on the all-star team. Swings and misses, and he's out on strike. Renner took a little bit off his curveball. Mantilla was way out in front. That's the second out. Second strike off to Renner. And it brings up Lee Thomas, who is two for two, two doubles. He doubled in the first inning, drove in two runs, doubled and scored in the fourth. He's hitting 273. Two base hits get him up above the 275 mark. He fouls one off. Nelson Howard got that one right off the right foot. Strike one. Ellie just kind of standing there looking down. Hoping that his toes are still all there. This foul tip has come straight down. His fingers more than anything. Because Ellie's got the bad big toe to begin with. He really got a nasty one just about a week ago. Thomas swings and this one to dead center field. Roger Ripples flips the glasses, waits for it, and makes the catch. One, two, three for the Boston Red Sox in the fifth inning. So the score at the end of five, it's the Boston Red Sox four, the New York Yankees three. A four to three ball game. And the Red Sox are out in front. We just gave you the scores. No changes on the scoreboard. And it gives us a chance to remind you about Old Timers Day. This will be Saturday, July 31st. addition to the many great names that will be coming in. Joe DiMaggio, Bill Carey, Don Newton, Larry Dolby. One of the old-time favorites, let's put it that way. We'll be entertaining before game time. Guy Lombardo and his orchestra. Tony Martin will be around to sing. So it should be a big day. Joe Cronin will be there. President of the American League, Bobby Doerr, Jimmy Fox, some of the other names. So that's July 31st. Before that, the Yankees will be home for a series against Washington, the Red Sox, or the White Sox. And the Yankee Stadium ticket office is open tomorrow from 10 to 5. So why don't you take a look at the schedule? 
picked the base up and dropped by the Yankee Stadium ticket office and picked up your ticket. Old-timers day, July 31st, tickets, of course, are moving fast. Still plenty of them left. But don't wait till the last minute. Remember what happened on that day. Elston Howard. Lead off here. Howard flying to center and was out on site. Bill Mumbo checked. Leads four to three. The right-hander delivers to Elston Howard. It's high, ball one. One ball, no strike. Stafford and Ford against Lolich and Sparma in Detroit tomorrow. 2-1 pitch. Strike two. Ellie started to swing, held up, but the curveball caught the outside corner. And the count levels out at two balls and two strikes. Mambo Ket. Has a one-run lead. Four to three. Here's a 2-2 pitch. Fouled off. Out of play. Right side. On the roof beyond first base. Ellie just got his bat out there. So the count remains at two balls and two strikes. Once again, the 2-2 pitch swung on a bouncing ball. Eddie Bridge threw it short. The big hop, the throw in time. And Howard is out. So there's one out in the stick. And it brings up Joe Pepitone, who doubled and drove in a run in the first inning. Fly to center in the third. Real good slider. Had real good control of his breaking ball. Neil Blanco begins to throw for the Yankees. Pepitone swings a base at the right field. Pepitone singles the right. With that base hit, the first of the Cubans to throw the zero. We're rooting them in there, Phil. Well, beautiful day and good day to enjoy the ball game. Here's Hector Lopez. Have a choice first. Tony Horton holds him close. Lopez singled and drove in two runs and bounced out. The pitch swung on and missed strike one as Hector tried to hit one in the right field. Lopez tried to punch one between the hall. And a little bit of confusion, maybe, because Pepitone is looking at Corsetti. And now Pepitone checking with Benson. Lopez chased a bad ball as if it were a hit-and-run play on. 
Lead by Pepitone. The pitch is outside. One ball and one strike. There's no answer on the hit and run play. Some hitters like to get an answer. Most of the time, they just put it on and take for granted everybody's got the sign. Pepitone lead at first base. The 1-1 one -one pitch. Swung on, bouncy ball. Third baseman Jones has it. Over to Schilling. One out. Over to first. It is a double play. Double play. Five, four, three. Schilling. A very quick pivot at second base. The ball was not hit sharply. And he had to get that ball on his way to first base in a hurry. And he did just that. And that ends the sixth inning. No runs. It was one hit. No errors. And uh, nobody left on base. So the score at the end of five and a half innings. Boston Red Sox, four. The Yankees, three. Best tasting filter cigarettes. Rinsing. Golden tobaccos up front. Good taste. That's why. Tries to bunt and misses his strike one. Outside. And it's one and one. July 4th, 4th of July Independence Day. Another important day. It's National Foundation Baseball Day. March of Dimes Day is the way you interpret it. Here's the picture swung on and missed. And we certainly urge listeners to subscribe to the March of Dimes in your community. Give us your support. March of Dimes Day. One ball, two strikes. Migliaro waits to pitch by Renneth is full on and missed. He struck him out. That's the third strikeout for Renneth. He came on in the fourth inning after the home run by Canigliaro. He got for two. Tillman walked Mumbo Cat a single to Schilling. Got Jones in the inning. And as we've had everybody since. Here is for two. Pursue single in the second and slide the right. Strike. A good fastball. Now they want to look at the ball. And they're going to change the ball. 
and the Specs are going to throw it out. Seems like every time there's a call strike now, they want a new ball. Rennes is ready in the pitch. Almost hits him the curveball. The two turns away from the pitch. And it's one ball, one strike. One out. Four to three, the Red Sox lead, bottom of the sixth inning. Washington four to one over Detroit in the fifth. Baltimore and Cleveland tied, two two in the sixth. One one pitch, swung on and missed, and a strike two. Middle of three, Mets nothing in second. Cincinnati two, Philadelphia one in the fourth. Pittsburgh on a home run by Bob Bailey, leading Milwaukee one to nothing in the third. Cubs lead the Giants four to one in the second. The 1-2 pitch now by Renner to pursue. Swung on and missed. Struck him out. Four strikeouts. It's an off-speed pitch, a breaking ball that Renner is throwing. The one pitch that's been getting the strikeout point. And here's Bob Tillman. Play and bounced out. Here's a fly ball down the right field line. Could be trouble. Hector Lopez coming over fast near the line. He can't get it. Trouble. The ball bounces into the stands of the two-base hit for Bob Tillman. A high fly ball. It was spared by a couple of feet, and once it hit the hard ground, it bounced into the stands, which are right next to the foul line, and Tillman is on with a double. They play the big guy to pull that ball, and Lopez had a long way to come. Came a mile and a half, but it was not enough. And here is Joe Mamboquet. Mamboquet sacrificed and walked. Right-handed batter. Red Sox lead, four to three. Bottom of the six, two out. Pitch is outside, ball one. One ball, no sight. Bob Tillman at second base. He's had some problems on the bases. Ball two. And I guarantee you that nobody's going to pick him off second. Because the lead that he has, not much of a lead. In fact, right now he's standing on the back. One, two, three steps off, four steps off, five. That's it. End of lead. He'd end up getting picked off. I think his wallet would be sliced. Two-nothing pitch is a strike. Rennes, for some reason, has a problem pitching to uh, Mambo's catch. He walked him in the fourth inning. Two-one pitch. Hold on and miss. Strike two. Two strikes, two out. Bottom of the sixth inning, Red Sox are out in front, four to three. Renner ready. The pitch. Swung on and missed. He struck him out, and Renner ends up striking out the side. Five strikeouts for Renner. And that ends the inning for the Red Sox. No run to his one hit. 
No errors and one man was left on base. The score again of six. Red Sox, four. Yankees, three. The next portion of this game will be brought to you by the Atlantic Refining Company and your Atlantic dealer who offer you Atlantic Imperial, the gasoline that cleans where dirt hurts most. Boyer. 
Barker is the on-deck hitter. He'll be the pinch hitter. Boyer is two for two. He single the right and single up the middle. Takes a curveball outside. Ball one. Rapport has really hit that one. But he hit it in the big part of the ballpark. Not many home runs hit in the center field section here. Here's one line drive, left center field. That's going to plug the gap. One hop off the wall. Boyer around first. He's taking for second. Here comes the throw. The slide, not in time. Boyer is there with a the double. Three for three for Boyer. Green Boyer at second base with a double. That's his 11th double of the year. I'm sure you've been hearing all day. He's on an 11-game hitting streak. Dick Reddit gets up in the Red Sox bullpen. Bob Kiefenauer is throwing for the Yankees as Ray Barker comes on as a pinch hitter. Four to three is the score. Red Sox lead. Top of the seventh. One man out. On Boquette takes too much time, and Barker backs out. One ball, no strike. Ray Barker, a pinch hitter, with Boyer at second base. Four to three to score, Red Sox lead. Swung on, a little looper, and short center field. Mantia got a bad break. Now he comes in, makes the play. He brought back on the ball. But it was hit hard enough to where he could retrace his steps and hauls it in. So there are two away, and it brings up Bobby Richardson. Rumble Kent, very obvious, has a good slider going for him today. He's hitting a lot of the hitters right about at the handle. And the ball seems to be hit well, but doesn't carry. And that's the spot for the slider, the handle, or the trademark. Boyer is second base. Mambo Chet really taking a lot of time. He's nursing a one-run lead. Four to three is the score. Now he's stuck. Touch Boyer. Here's the pitch. Strike. One strike. Boyer, 18 for 41 in this streak, which is a 439 average. High. One ball, one strike. Bill Kane figures it up that he has moved up 37 points from 221 to 258. And it's Boyer who's on at second base. Bobby Richardson, the count of one ball, one strike. Pitched by Montbouquet, is outside. Two balls and a strike. Four to three. Red Sox lead. Two men out in the top of the seventh. 
Raddatz continues to throw in the Red Sox bullpen. Here's the pitch. Swung on and fouled back. Two balls, two strikes. The count on Bobby Richardson. Two men out. Top of the seventh inning. Cleve Foyer at second base. Third base end of the afternoon, a double. Here's the 2-2 pitch to Richardson. High, ball three. Now it's a full count. Three balls, two strikes. Two outs. Mambo catch. Ready now. Check Boyer's second. Here's the 3 2 pitch to Richardson. Swung out and hit and struck him out. Bobby Richardson out on strike. And that ends the seventh inning for the Yankees. No runs. There was one hit. No errors. One man was left. The score again of six and a half innings. Boston four. The Yankees three. Between Friday afternoon and Monday morning, there's an experience called a weekend. A weekend can be as noisy as a firecracker, well-planned as an invasion, frustrating as a wet match, or quiet as a mouse. But all weekends have one thing in common, the magic quality of making people want to be together. Your car provides a big part of that magic, and with a tank full of improved Atlantic Imperial gasoline, your weekend takes on added magic. For Atlantic Imperial cleans where dirt hurts most in your car's engine. Atlantic keeps your car on the go, 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 keep on the go with Atlantic. Yankee pitcher, Deepenauer coming on in relief. Reniff did a good job. Jim Bouton started. And after Bouton gave up the home run to Canigliaro, Reniff came in and did a real good job of holding the Red Sox that the Yankees could stay in this game. And now it's up to Deepenauer to hold them. And to lead it off, it'll be Chuck Schilling. Schilling, Jones, and Horton. And now to bring you the play-by-play, here is Phil Rizzuto. Thank you, Joe. Bob Tiefenauer, 6'2", 185 pounds, making his ninth appearance for the Yankees. He's won one and lost one. His last relief appearance at Baltimore on July the 1st. First two innings, didn't give up any runs. Schilling is two for three, fly to right, beat out an infield single and single at center. Tiefenauer's knuckler is in there, strike one call. The attendance today, 17,291. Next pitch, swing and a foul tip off the umpire's mask, and Johnny Rice shakes his head a couple of times. That hit him solid. Nothing in two on Schilling. Yankee scored three in the first. They've been blank the rest of the way. The Red Sox came up with two in the first and two in the fourth. Knuckler popped up. Kubek moves back in the shallow center field. Pounds the glove and makes the catch. One away. 
That brings up Dalton Jones, who fly to right, bounced to first, and struck out. On deck, Tony Horton. Peppertone, look out for the bunt. Swing and a miss, strike one. But Joe is busy talking to Bill Valentine, so he didn't see the sign. But he'll be ready anyway. Nupper hit on the ground. Foul the first, backhanded by Peppertone. Nothing in two. to Kubek. Two out. Hit it right off the end of his bat. Here's Tony Horton. Single to left, line to right, and bounce to the shortstop. Yankees are out hitting the Red Sox. 9-8. But the Red Sox lead 4-3. Horton swings and misses an upper ball. Strike one. Now it doesn't waste much time. There's a swing and a foul tip, and that hit right in the leg. Boy, he's really getting whacked. One in the mask, one in the leg. Nothing in two. As Stephenauer is throwing nothing but strikes out there. On deck is Felix Mantia. The two-strike pitch. Rain to left center field. That's going to be in for a base hit. Off the wall. Tommy Craig backing up. Up with it. And Horton's in with a double. Repose made a good try for that ball. He leaped time, but it was over his glove and hit the scoreboard. So Horton doubles to left center. The first hit off Stephenauer. The ninth for the Red Sox. Horton's second base hit. Here's Mantia, who has walked, fly to left, and struck out. Red Sox leading four to three in the bottom of the seventh. Swings and misses, strike one. On deck, Lee Thomas. Ramos is up in the Yankee bullpen. Ipanala said, delivers a foul outside of third, right in the Yankee dugout. Nothing in two. Now rubs up the new ball. Now the right hand is set. His pitch is lined to left field. Stretch coming in. Can't get the ball and a throw to the plate will not be in time. And the Red Sox lead five to three. driving in Tony Horton and what Trent tried to do on that ball was let Horton think he was going to catch it on the fly the only trouble was it's two out and he'd be running anyway and then the ball hit about six inches from Tresh's leg and he could not get his glove on it it actually caromed off both legs then he had to pick it up 
And that fraction of a second, Austin getting the runner at the plate. Thomas takes the ball. Mantilla went to second on the throw to the plate. And for Mantilla now, that's his 59th run batted in the year. He leads the American League in that department. Nucklas swung out and missed. One on one. Two out, a double by Horton and a single by Mantia. Swing and a miss, strike two. That is deep and is getting two quick strikes on all the Red Sox hitters. Mantia's got quick wrists. Pitch outside. Two balls, two strikes. That was a big run for the Red Sox. Puts them two up over the Yankees here in the bottom of the seventh. 2-2 pitch outside, ball three. Full count, three and two. On deck is Canigliaro. the pitch foul back out of play. The ball went right into the broadcasting booth where Craig Gowdy and Mel Parnell do the game for the Red Sox. Three balls, two strikes, two out. Mantia at second. Pitch swing and a foul tip. end of Howard's glove, so Thomas gets a life. Leon Wagner is just homing in the eighth with one on to give the Indians a four to two lead. They're still playing the bottom of the eighth out in Cleveland. Terry pitching. There's a fly ball going foul down the right field line. Lee Thomas broke his bat. So he'll go back for a new one. While he's getting a new piece of lumber, we'll pause for station identification. Your attention, please. You are listening to Yankee Baseball over WOKO 1460, Albany, New York. Thank you. All right, Thomas is ready. Keep an hour delivered. It's pop foul near the Red Sox dugout. Pepperstone. Backhands at Nonchalantly leaning into the dugout. Boy, he made that look easy. It was a difficult chance. But the Red Sox come up with one run on two hits. No Yankee errors. One man left. And at the end of seven full innings, it's the Red Sox five, the Yankees three. been on the road for several hours, you're ready to stop for a stretch. By now, your windshield may have picked up some road dust. Your gasoline gauge is way down, too. Then straight ahead, you see the Red Ball sign, Atlantic Red Ball Dealer Service. And in you go for a tank full of Atlantic Imperial gasoline and guaranteed Red Ball service. Your Red Ball dealer will always clean your windshield, weather permitting, and offer to check your oil, or your gasoline purchase is free. 
This offer may vary in some states. The service never varies. It's for every customer, every time. So drive in when you see the red all night and keep on the go with Atlantic. They get up to that 500 mark. They're just one game under 500. They win this one, and they will be at that magic mark. They trail by two going into the eighth. It'll be Kubek, Tresh, and Howard to face Mon Boquette. Tony is two for three. Single to center in the first inning. Single to right in the third. Bounce to second in the fifth. Von Bouquet delivers a curve hit in the ground to first base. Off the glove and then in again in the throw to Von Bouquet in time. And Horton caught that ball with his bare hand. He's shaking it now. He went down for that ball. It took a wicked hop. And it hit his bare hand and he juggled it momentarily but was able to hold on to it and flip to Von Bouquet for the out. One away. Here's Tresh. Tommy's 0 for 3. He is flying to center, flying to right, and popped to short. Horton moves in at first now. Somebody from the Red Sox bench yells for him to look out for the bunt. Pitch to Tommy. Takes it high. Ball one. Howard on deck. Mumbo gets the sign from Tillman. Delivers outside, ball two, two and up. Two nothing pitches, a curve over strike called a good changeup curveball. Yankees scored three runs off Monboquet in the first inning, but since that first inning, he has not allowed more than one man on base in any inning. Fastball swing and a miss, strike two, two and two. One out and nobody on here in the top of the eighth. Right-hander kicks, delivers a foul back out of play. Still two and two on Trish. Curve is lined foul outside of first, bouncing into the stand. Still two and two. Bonbocat taking a little extra time. He winds. His curve is outside, and it's a full count. Three and two. Big pitch in the ballgame coming up. On deck, Elson Howard. Here's the payoff set. Drive, base hit to right field by Stretch. Canigliaro in. He's up with it, and Stretch is on with a line single to right field. And that brings the potential dang run to the plate, Elston Howard. 
Yankees in the ballgame. Same as the Red Sox. Ellie is flying to center, struck out, bounced to the shortstop. On deck is Pepitone. And Dick Lattice gets up again in the Red Sox bullpen. Fresh at first, Horton holding him on. Stretch by Mambo. Pitch to Howard. High and outside ball one. hit a home run in the previous two games against the Red Sox. Stretch again. The pitch is hit high in the air on the center field. Back near the wall. This one's going to be off the wall and just missing a home run by inches. Oh, they might have Howard. The throw is not in time. Holy cow, they overstrap it, jam at second base.
Cincinnati, four Philadelphia, one at the end of seven. Bill Mambo catch at the ninth hand as he walks off the field. Cincinnati, four Philadelphia, one end of seven. Nuts all against Burdett. Burdett has replaced Polinsky for the Phillies. And Harper, a home run the fifth with one man on. Milwaukee, four, and Pittsburgh, two. At the end of five, Fisher against Brennan Law. Rico Cardi, a home run in the fifth with a man on. Bob Bailey hit one for Pittsburgh in the first with nobody on. Chicago, four. San Francisco, three. At the end of four, Bolin replaced Herbal in the second inning for the Giants. And Bob Buell is pitching for the Cubs. Jim Ray Hart, a home run in the third with a man on for San Francisco. Don Landrup in the first with one man on for the Cubs. Los Angeles will use Austin. Houston will pitch Claude Raymond. So that's the baseball as Dick Raddatz comes on with base runners at first and second, one man out, and Joe Pepitone, the hitter. Yes, sir, Phil, that's about as long a single as you'll ever see. They want to know it is. That's for sure. Big break for the Red Sox, but the Yankees still have the threat going. Pepitone is two for three, and Raddatz is making his 30th appearance of the year. He's won four and lost six, but the big fella's having an off year. His earned run average is 5.56. They don't call him the monster for nothing. He's 6'5", 235 pounds. All right, Raddatz is ready. Pepitone steps in. The Red Sox lead five to three here in the top of the eighth. Monbaquet worked seven in the third inning. He gave up 11 hits, didn't walk anybody, struck out three, and has been charged with three runs. The pitch to Pepitone. Almost hit him. Oh, man, did Pepitone go down. And he turns around, looks out at Raddatz, but with a grin. He doesn't want to make this big fella any madder than he is right now. I'm telling you, there were quick reflexes by Pepitone. Stretch by Raddatz. His pitch, he held up in a tie ball two. Two or nothing. And Raddatz was not too happy with that ball. Right now, there's very little that's making Raddatz happy. Two balls, no strikes on Joe. The stretch, the pitch, he popped it up. The infield fly rule is called. Pepitone is automatically out, and Schilling makes the catch. So Raddatz gets a big out, and it'll bring up Pepitone, rather, Lopez. Hector single to left in the first inning, driving in two runs. Then he bounces short and hit into a double play. Fresh remains at second. Howard at first. Roger Repose. And Hector Lopez wants the umpire to take a look at the ball. Johnny Wright does, and he's going to throw it out of play. All right, Lopez steps in. Stretched by Raddatz. His pitch is high, ball one. The 
Maddox first, Trish at second with two outs. Red Sox leading 5-3. The stretch, the pitch is lying to left field, but right at least on
Fifenauer's next pitch is swing and a miss, strike one, one of one. That ball really dense. the time. Looks like a butterfly we have. Big yellow butterfly flying around in front of home plate. The knuckler is outside. Sometimes that knuckleball looks like a butterfly coming in where it dances up there. Like Garrett Yola not only looks like an all-star announcer, but a Hollywood star. He wears these dark sunglasses. Mysterious looking. Line drive to right field. Machida makes the shot. Holy cow, I want to tell you. That youngster came up with a gym right there. He had no business catching that ball. It was a low line drive, and he got as low to the ground without sliding as anybody I've ever seen and made a running one-hand catch inches from the ground. Beautiful play. almost all the way in the first base after making that play. That's how fast he was going. And here's Tillman. One for three. Double the right his last time up. The amazing thing about that catch, Bill, is it was thinking away from him. <laughs> and, uh, and he was running almost parallel to the ground. Ah, sailing you. Knucker inside, ball two, two and nothing. Hamilton is throwing in the Yankee bullpen. Two out, nobody on. 5-3, the Red Sox lead. There's the strike on the outside corner. Two and one. On deck is Dick Raddick. Stephenauer's pitch foul. To the left of the plate, two and two. Two and one. 
team has 11 base hits. Tillman with a short lead at first. There's a swing and a miss. Strike two, two and two. Gets the sign from Howard. Now he's ready. Foul tip. Back to the screen. Ethan Howard rubs up the new ball. See, the Yankees will have the bottom third of their order coming up in the top of the ninth. Knuckler is over, strike three, ball. Raddatz is called out, shaking his head a little bit, thought it might have been outside. Well, the Red Sox, no runs, one hit, no Yankee errors, one man left. And at the end of eight, it's the Red Sox five, the Yankees three, and now we turn the mic over to Joe Cooper as we pause for station identification. Joe G. Okay, Phil, in the Detroit-Washington game, it's at the end of seven now. It's Washington six to Detroit three. Lock a two-run homer. Horton has a home run in the fifth with nobody on. That's uh, Horton, Willie uh, Horton's 18th home run of the year. Fine against Sherry, both in relief. Final score, Cleveland four, Baltimore two. Happens to lose it, Terry the winner. Wagner, home run the eighth with one man on. That was a big blast. And Cleveland... Now, they have won 18 of their last 22. 19 out of 23. 18 out of 22, 19 out of 23. Leon Wagner, a big home run. Terry gave up six hits. Pappas gave up only seven, a real pitcher's battle. Minnesota will use Pasquale. Kansas City will use Talbot in that game. Chicago and Los Angeles not get underway. Tim was four, Mets one. Murphy all the way for St. Louis. Krull in relief for the Mets. Buchak home on the sixth with nobody on. So it's at least a five to one ball game now. St. Louis still batting. Lewis in the fourth with nobody on for the Mets. End of eight now. It's Cincinnati four. Philadelphia one. Nuts all against Burdett. Burdett in relief for Belinsky. Harper has a two run homer. Milwaukee four and Pittsburgh two. Fisher against Law. Pagliaroni a home run in the fifth. Bailey in the first. Rico Carty hit one for the Braves in the fifth with the man on. Chicago four and San Francisco three at the end of four. Bowling against McDaniel, fourth in the lead. Carter two-run homer. Landrum a two-run homer. Los Angeles one, Houston nothing. Bottom of the second off scene against Raymond. That's it, Phil. All right, Joe, here's Roger Rapol. Over three today. Swings and misses a fastball strike one. Roger is struck out. Foul to the catcher and fly deep to center field. The Yankees need two to tie here in the top of the ninth. As Dick Raddatz firing those little BBs up there to the plate. Wines delivers, swinging a foul tip back. Nothing in two. Boyer is on deck, and then we'll have a pinch hitter for Bob Tiefenau. And Jake Gibbs is running in from the bullpen. 
to wait and see, though. Pitch swing and a miss, strike three. On that pitch, Raddatz came more overhand than we've ever seen him throw. He's been throwing a sidearm, almost underhand. First strikeout for Raddatz, and it brings up Boyer. Cleet's been red hot. Singled in the second, singled in the fourth, and doubled in the seventh. Three for three for Boyer, who has an 11-game hitting streak. Cleet talking to Johnny Rice. He wants to make sure he's settled in the plate before that Raddatz is ready to pitch. Actually, Raddatz doesn't have to look for a sign. He just rears back and fires. Pitch to Boyer. Cleet starts the bunt, takes a strike. And Jake Gibbs is coming out on deck, swinging a couple of bats. Pitch fouled back to the screen, strike two. That's five straight strikes that Raddatz has thrown this inning. Three to repose, two to Boyer. And when he can throw as hard as he does, there's no sense wasting. One out in the top of the ninth, the Red Sox lead five to three. Raddus winds, delivers way outside ball one. Next pitch is hit in the air to left field. Didn't get the good wood on it. Thomas is right there, moving in now and makes the count. He hit that one near the handle. It's two out, and here's Jake Gibbs. Batting for Bob Chiefenauer. Gibbs batting 333. Been up six times with two base hits, one double. Bobby Richardson on deck. Yankees down to their last out here in the top of the ninth inning. Raddatz delivers. It's swinging a miss. Strike one. It takes a couple extra swings outside the batter's box. Trying to get real loose. Next pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike two. Fastball was outside, one he crowded him. So it's nothing in two. Raddus winds, kicks, delivers, foul back off the screen. Low and inside. One ball, two strikes. Not too many people leaving the ballpark. Quite a few have gotten up at that standing in the aisles. The one ball, two strike pitch. Struck him out. A high fastball. And Raddus retires the Yankees in order. 
is over the final score. The Red Sox five, the Yankees three, and Joe Garagiola will be right back in one minute with the totals and the highlights. We're honored once again to be broadcasting from the cave of the incredible 2,500-year-old brewmaster. Sir, we think that today's Valentine beer is the best beer yet. I wonder, were you around when the very first beer was invented? Oh, yes. And when was that? Well, I, it was in the year four and a half months. It wasn't even a year yet when beer was invented. It wasn't even a year. And I'll never forget that beer. It was mainly foam. It was such foam. It was so much foam that you had to drink for two days before you got to the beer. Whereas with Valentine beer... But Valentine is just enough foam and just enough beer, and it's loaded with, with all kinds of wonderful flavors. It's the beer of its spirit. Are you the man from Valentine? Yes, I and am. Why am I telling you this? You should be telling I'm me. I'm delighted to hear you tell me You're this. You're some dummy. If you want to start living a life that's livelier, it with spirit. Valentine beer. There's more spirit to it. in the pitching of Mom Boquette and Dick Reddit and some timely hitting especially by Canigliaro and Mantia.